Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal Way and yes we are back at you with your daily Arsenal Addenda show, your daily show from Monday to Friday at 10am and I'm joined by Chris Davidson and Alfie Lambert just to delve into today's topics but firstly Alfie, how are you mate? Yeah, good morning Bailey, yeah a lot better today, a lot cooler so a lot nicer to be to be working in this weather, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, you're not wrong, it's just too hot yesterday, I think it's going to get worse though towards the end of the week, you shall see though. Chris, how are you mate? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, lads. Um, good to good to be back. Hope everyone's keeping well. Not getting my hopes up just yet in terms of the weather. Unfortunately, as you say, Barry, I think it's going to get worse. Talks of you know reaching forty degrees. So um, yeah, could be a meltdown as yet. It could be. It could be in there. I don't think it will be a meltdown in Arsenal's transfer window though, because of course we've already made four signings, Alfie, and it could be a fifth one. It's rumored to be a fifth one on the way potentially, as Arsenal are reportedly chasing. Lucas Paqueta. Alfie, just what's your thoughts on this pursuit from Arsenal? Yeah, I think I think that Paqueta is a very good player from what I've seen of him. Um, I think the most that I saw of him was when he was sort of playing as a false nine. I don't think he played that position for the whole season, maybe just for a month or so, but he did look like a really good footballer. Um, seeing that he can play in that left central midfield role, which of course is what we've been looking for. So, you know, a, a good footballer that, that could fill that role and looking at his stats from last season... Uh, I think 11 goals and just as many as assists, I think. So, you know, he's got that sort of creativity and, and goal scoring to his game, which uh, I know that we're sort of looking to add into midfield. Um, I think with, with Odegaard, you know, I think next season he'll sort of add more to that. But with, you know, Party and Xhaka, uh, we know they're not exactly known for their, their goal scoring. So in that respect, I think that he'd add that to the midfield. But, you know, looking at the reported price tag, um, you know, as much as 70 million, it's a lot of money for, you know, a player that I don't think we necessarily need for, you know, the Telemans, I think, would do the job just as well for a fraction of the price. Um, but I think that's the only thing that, that sort of puts me off the deal is the price tag, because you know, if, if it doesn't go to plan, it could potentially be 70 million uh, down the drain on for me, a player that we, we don't necessarily need. Absolutely. And Chris... We've been linked to, of course, uh, so Sergei Milinkovic Savic, sorry, and now Lucas Lucas Paqueta. What does this mean for Yuri Tillemans? Are we do this suggest that we're any interest in him, or do you think we could still sign him? I think there's still a chance, of course. You know, we know he's he's there on the market potentially for around 25, 30 million pounds. Um, it's been widely reported that we've been in contact with with his camp for for many months now. That the communication has been there. I think Arsenal pretty much laid out a lot of the, the groundwork for a potential deal as well, so they could come in at any point and wrap things up. So, of course, it, it remains um, a possibility. But uh, you know, links to other names indicate that uh, I suppose Arsenal are exploring several options at the same time, which is a safe option. You can't always rely on one player. You never know how that deal is going to end up. So it's good to see that, the you know, the club are looking at multiple potential deals. Um, I must admit, I like all of the names being, being or at least going around. You know, you mentioned Savage there, been talking about Paqueta and, and, and Tielemans, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of all of them. I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards Tielemans just because you know what you're going to get. He's Premier League proven. Um, he, he can score goals from midfield, which is obviously something we've been lacking. He's at a good age, a good price. Obviously, Elfie, you mentioned it there, you know, half of the price of, of Bequeta potentially, you know, 
Um, so I think it's just it's such a good opportunity, um, really, and it's a, a rare opportunity to get, to get a player of his calibre for that potential price uh, in today's market. Um, I suppose that the one thing with Paqueta that I do like, though, maybe perhaps more than Tielemans, is that the pressure he puts on the opposition. He's very energetic. He works very hard. And in terms of, you know, what Arteta expects from his players, the way we set up, he would fit in very well in that regard. Um, you know, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons we probably brought Jesus in uh, up top is because of the pressure he puts on the defence um, and the runs he makes. And, and someone like Paqueta as well does very similar in, in midfield, not just in midfield, really, but all over the pitch. He, he makes dangerous runs. He tracks back. He works hard to get the ball back. Um, he puts pressure on the opposition. So I'd say, you know, when you compare the two, uh, you know, to, to Tielemans, for example, who perhaps has, you know, come under criticism for his defensive work rate, um, Paqueta probably just edges that. But again, you know, as I've always said with Tielemans, and when you join a club like Arsenal and I'm working under a, ma a manager like Mikel Arteta, you, you, you're going to know, Tielemans is going to know that it's a side of his game that he's going to have to improve on and work hard at. So, you know, I don't think it's, you know, uh, a thing that makes or breaks a potential deal with, with Tielemans. I think there's absolutely um, room there for him to improve on that front. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how, how things work out. It's clear to see that we've, we've got multiple targets in that midfield position um, lined up. If we go for one of them, if, if for any at all, remains to be seen. But um, the links that are being, you know, or well, the names that are being linked, sorry, uh, are encouraging. So, um, yeah, potentially an exciting move lined up for one of them. We'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see indeed. And uh, another transfer development yesterday and what was a laugh for Arsenal fans because Chelsea had been gloating on, on social media after they had reportedly hijacked a Rafinha deal. However, he rejected the Blues and yesterday an Arsenal an Arsenal favourite who plays for Bayern Munich and Serge Gnabry also reportedly rejected the Blues, Alfie. Chelsea were reportedly chasing Gnabry, but he does not want to join there, accordingly, according to, to German sources, because of his loyalty to Arsenal. Just what does that say about uh, Gnabry, Alfie? And does that get you excited for maybe a potential Arsenal transfer in the near future? Yeah, I think it's sort of one of those, if it's true it gets you excited for a transfer that for me if i if i put take off my arsenal tinted glasses it is probably very unrealistic um i hope that he doesn't do sort of what fabregas did of course fabregas played a lot more for us and, and left a, a bigger legacy but in 2014 i was absolutely devastated you know when when he went to chelsea um and nabry for me um he's one of the best wingers in the world so whether he'd want to drop to Europa League football, I, I think it would be a tough ask. I think if we had Champions League football again, I keep saying it, then then potentially, you know, with those ties, we'd be able to win him over. Uh, but, you know, the, these these talk of him saying that he's not going to go to Chelsea. I mean, when Fabregas was at Arsenal, I remember him saying that, that he'd never go to Chelsea and then look what happened. So I think sometimes money talks and, you, you know, as much as I hate to sort of accept it. I do think there is, you know, a potential move for him there because I think at Bayern Munich, you know, from what it looks like this summer, it, it looks like they're, they're wishing to offload him in the last year of his contract, uh, probably wanting to get a bit of a fee for him because I do think, uh, I think they've said it, if he doesn't sign a new contract, uh, they're sort of pressuring him into signing it because I think he'll have less of a role next season. So I, I think he probably will be looking for a move elsewhere. And, and again, um, whether he'd want to to join us and, and play Europa League football, because I do think he is a lot better than that. 
Um, but, you know, looking at it from an Arsenal point of view, if it is true what he said, um, then it does sort of give me that optimism that we could sort of, you know, have a word of him and see if we could convince him. But whether it is realistic, I'm not too sure. Absolutely. Chris, we've paid, we offered, or reportedly anyway, offered to pay 55 million for, for Rafinha from Leeds. Do you think we could use that money to, to potentially use it to, to sign Nabri, who has one year left remaining, so he could be available for quite quite cheap. Do you think Arsenal should should attempt to transfer the money over to Bayern Munich? Well, yeah, absolutely. If I, you know, I absolutely think we, we, we should uh, do that, obviously. But, you know, Alfie touched on it there, the complications that come with a deal like this, um, whether or not he'd it, want to play in the Europa League. Um, there's this talk of Bayern Munich still being relatively confident over agreeing a new contract with him. So, you know, so many if, buts and, and maybes with this one. Um, but, uh, uh, look, we've got to try and stay realistic I get, I get the excitement um around his name because he's he's a top top class player that would undoubtedly take our team to the next level especially going forward but um I, I just don't think I don't think we're, we're we're where we need to be in order to to secure a name of that caliber I mean Alfie said it just then as well about you know European football or the Europa League, sorry, um, to be specific, and dropping down from from participating in the Champions League. Um, you don't see that happen very often. And, uh, you know, I can't see it being any different with Gnabry, unfortunately. So, um, you know, who, who knows? It absolutely could have been a, a different situation if we did make the top four. Absolutely. I think that, that, that possibility then became or then becomes a lot more realistic. But um, with where we are now and the way we're looking to, to build the team and the, the money that we're, we're spending, um, I just don't know if we're going to go down that route and if we even can. You know, like I say, stranger things have happened in, in, in the transfer window. You never say never, absolutely. But um, just judging by what the reports out there are saying and the players we're being linked with, it doesn't appear that Gnabry is on our radar. Not at the moment. Um, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but um, I just um, I just can't see it happening. Just can't. Yeah, I think it's a dream rather than a reality. But you never know. Funny things do happen in a transfer window. Maybe Nabri would be open to to missing out just for a year of Champions League football to maybe get Arsenal back into the Champions League. But that is really wishful thinking. But as you said, we do not know what could happen. But guys, make sure to leave your questions in the comment section as well, because we will be answering them towards the end of the show. So make sure to leave your questions in there. Alfie, the final topic of the show we are going to move on is Juventus. Now, they, of course, they've been reportedly interested in Bellerin in the past, Torreira, but I think worryingly for Arsenal fans, they've also been interested in Gabriel Magales. And reports are saying that Arsenal have put a 40 million price tag on him. Do you think that's that's worth Gabriel's qualities and, and, and his importance to Arsenal's team. I think you just mentioned uh, a dream and reality with the Nabry deal. Surely that's got to be a dream for Juventus. If we sold him for, you know, I think it works out as about £6 million more than what we paid for him, then I think that's one of the worst pieces of business that Arsenal have done, you know, in my lifetime. Because for me, he's an absolutely fantastic defender in the way that he complements uh, Ben White in defence. I think... You know, we haven't had a defensive partnership like this for me since Mertesacker and Koscielny and look at how, you know, strong they were. So for me, it'd just be daft to to sell him to, to Juventus, especially when, you know, the Italian clubs, you look at sort of the business that they do. I think it's 
it, it's such strange business um, that they seem to just keep it within themselves. And then as soon as it comes to a player outside the league, they're not willing to cough up the money. I mean, you know, the, we heard that they were skint, but they were still able to spend, you know, 70 million on Vlahovic. So if they can spend that sort of money, then they can cough up a bit more for Gabriel. But uh, for me, it just makes no sense. Even with Saliba coming back, uh, you, you, just it takes one injury to sort of Ben White or even Gabriel. And then, you know, we've got the, the third centre-back who's top quality who can fill in. And we've got that rotation there, which I think will be key next season. But I, I just can't see it happening. Even, I know we mentioned with the Nabry deal, Champions League football being a factor. I just think there's so much more in it at Arsenal than Juventus. Maybe I'm being biased, but I think Juventus are on such a downward slope. They've gone from league winners to scraping top four. Whereas, you know, we've gone from eighth to fifth, but it is looking better. I mean, next season, um, I'm, I'm confident that we will return to Champions League football. Um, I, I don't want to be quoted on it at the end of the season if we've got Europa League again. Uh, but I just think this we're in such an upwards, you know, we're, we're in a lot of momentum as well. I think that it would be weird to leave Arteta's project and, and move over to Juventus. Um, so I, I do think it's one of those, you know, just a, a report that they've thrown in the media. Uh, maybe just for a few clicks. I hope that's right, and you know, there's there's nothing concrete in there. Yeah, I do. Hope, I do hope you're right, Alfie. But Chris, let's say Arsenal are willing to sell Gabriel for you. How much money would it take for for Arsenal to to begin no negotiations, or would you would you class him as completely untouchable? I, I would, yeah, class him as completely untouchable. And you know, the the reports doing the rounds and the the reported fee that we're we're asking for, I just think it's absolute rubbish. You know. Um, no, obviously, no disrespect to to whoever um, has published that, but um, I, I just can't see that being true whatsoever. Um, and uh, you know what we we bought them for just over twenty twenty million pounds, I think it was. Um, it was certainly in that that region. Um, we wouldn't be making much profit at all. Uh, I think he's actually a player that has grown and developed, improved since he joined the club as well. And, um, you know, he's a Brazilian international. He's at a good age. You've got to be, got to be in today's market asking for at least 50, at least 50 million, um, in, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I, I, I just don't, I just find those reports very hard to, to believe. I don't think Arsenal will be um, willing to let him go unless, obviously, you know, an unrefusable offer comes in, which is just, you know, too good to turn down financially. Um, but uh, again, I just don't think Arsenal are even in that position anymore. I know over the years we've got used to Arsenal selling the best players for money because they needed to generate funds. I don't think we're there anymore. Um, far from it, actually. I think we're in a much more healthy position financially. Um, the owners, I mean, I just don't want to obviously um, sort of curse it or, or anything like that, but the owners appear to be. Um, putting more money and, and investment in to, to improve the team. Certainly, that's what the, I, I sort of understand and, and get the gist of over the past couple of, of, of windows. That's how it appears to me anyway. Um, so, obviously, yeah, that, mean, that means we're, we're going in the right direction. We want to keep our best players. We want to build on what we've already got. And obviously, the, the, the business done so far this summer sort of points in that direction. And, um, yeah, I agree with Alfie. I think for Gabriel, um, you know, in terms of career choices, career paths, 
going to Juve doesn't really do any anything for him. Um, Juve have you know haven't been as competitive and as and as up there as they have been in the past. They have gone through and are going through struggles of their own. Haven't no obviously been anywhere near consistent as what we're sort of used to associating with them. Um, whereas at Arsenal, we're building a very young, exciting team that is getting closer. Okay, we're not there yet, but we're getting closer to where we want to be. And obviously, that's top four. That's in the Champions League. I think the fact that we've uh, added even more Brazilians to the squad should make Gabriel feel even more at home. You know, he's got people around him that he's familiar with. He knows well. He gets along with as well. Um, And yeah, I just think, you know, personally, looking in from the outside, Gabriel looks happy. He looks at home. Um, he's enjoying his football. He's performing well. He's loved by the fans. He doesn't need to go anywhere. He's in the right place at this right uh, at this moment in his career. And uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, we 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 know that and obviously wish the players well with whatever choices they make in their careers. But I personally think if Gabriel was to push or look to move on this summer, it would be the wrong choice. Um, and. Uh, Obviously, I'm not saying that's what he will do, but, um, you know, Arsenal should absolutely stand very, very firm on this. Uh, unless, like I say, uh, just a, an unrefusable offer comes in. Um, and when I say unrefusable, obviously, I've said maybe 50 million at least for Gabriel. But unrefusable is, you know, in the region of 70 million pounds at least. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That if If an offer comes in like that, you know, you've got to seriously think about it because that could contribute to, to so many um, different things moving forward. You have to think of what we could do with funds like that. But anyway, you know, that, that's I'm not going to entertain the thought of that even happening because I think Gabriel will say, stay. I, I can even envision him signing a new deal moving forwards, Bailey, with the club. I just think he's happy where he is. Um, he's surrounded by players. He gets along well with, knows well. And, you know, in terms of the project that Arsenal have in place, um, he can play a very important part uh, of that um, on top of what he's already contributed. He's a top player. He's enjoying his football, like I say. Um, and yeah, he's in the right place. He's in the right place. In the right place, indeed. I hope Gabriel does not go anywhere. I don't believe he will either. I think he's a crucial part. You can't sell your crucial defender weeks before this opening game of the Premier League season. I don't think, I don't think that's right. I don't think Arsenal would even entertain offers. But we shall see again. The transfer window is a funny funny period but we shall see well we are going to end the show there guys as we have run out of time Alfie as always thank you for jumping on mate no thank you for having me on Bailey hope everyone listening has a good day and yeah and look forward to the next one absolutely Chris as always thank you mate cheers Bailey thanks Alfie as well um, and uh, thank you to those tuning in this morning getting involved and I hope everyone has a great day absolutely guys if you like the video make sure to leave a like and comment as well how much would you sell Gabriel Magales for, do you think we should sign Lucas Paqueta? And do you think Nabri transfer is a reality or do you think it's just a dream that we've been saying? Let us know in the comment section, guys. And most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,